The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Hi, everybody. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Matt and I are joined by Tim Kennedy, who's a real man. Real man, Jimmy. Real man. Jaws are dropped throughout this arena. Nobody is sitting down. Chasing that finish. Elbows raining down. Oh! On the button. Are you kidding me? Oh, he heard him again. He's out. This is UFC Unfiltered. And now, your hosts... Jim Norton and Matt Sarah. I'm having a bit of. Um... Hi, Jimmy. Go hey, on. Matt. I'm having a bit of an audio issue. I can hear now. Oh, you scared? No, no, no. I don't know where you're going with that. No, I'm okay. <laughs> I, I can just not hear it. You know. <laughs> oh, Jimmy, we're back. Uh, let me ask you how, how was your weekend? It was good. Uh, my birthday was last week, so I wound up going oh, out for. I said it already. Happy birthday. You did. Happy birthday, dude. We're only 49 once in our life. That's true. Wait, you're not. Are you telling? Are you telling me? <laughs> I was for. Wait a second! I got the memory of a goldfish. You're not in the forties anymore. I'm not. You old fuck! <laughs> Get him out of here! I Get know. him the fuck! Ship him to a home. I'm only kidding, Jim. You're not that old. 50. Ray Longo has you by a decade. Fifty is really the new. Anyway, um. So I went to dinner a couple what? times over the weekend. I did some spots. My friends I... took me out. Um, nice. Yeah, it was really, it was nice. Uh, you know what's kind of fucked up? Not fucked up, but I, I wish you happy birthday in a, in a group text with Chris the producer. But I was gonna do it first to you, like privately. But then Chris did it there, and they, by the way, so I had to say it then, and it then it just took away from me. So Chris produce, producer once again meant to do something mm-hmm. like nice. Yes, and he totally fucked up my. I was gonna do a special, not a special. I'm not jumping out of a fucking cake for you, but I was gonna call you or text you and go, hey, Jimmy, man, you know, happy birthday, dude. Yeah. And over the last couple of years, became one of my closest friends. Yes, thank you, buddy. Oh, closest, uh, a, a close friend. Yeah, closest. Is yeah, that, that you, might be. You close. said I don't want to. I don't want to push it. A close friend. I don't want to be that guy. No, you're not. You're being. You know, but uh, me. I had a good weekend, Jimmy. What did you do? I am well, you know what? I went out for my uh, my cousin Felicia turned 25. And uh, we went to some... Me, my wife, my sister-in-law, my brother-in-law. my You know, we all went out to this place of Bedeutsch or some shit. I don't know. That's it's, probably it's, it. it's in Franklin Square. Did I say that right? I don't know. But it was cool. Because I didn't feel like the old guy in the club. Because there was people a lot younger than me. There was people older than me. And uh, it was like a outside, inside type deal. Right. And it was a nice... It was nice. I don't like... And then... Me and my wife, after that, we hung out to whatever, like whatever, close to midnight. We're not exactly, we don't have to hang out all night. So then we left, and then everybody else with that little party, they went to um, Long Beach, to Minnesota's, and you know what I did? What? Pulled the ripcord, pulled that fucking ripcord. I'm not going to Long Beach. I don't blame you. Oh, let's go to a, we're having fun here. We have some beers, and it's a nice place. It's, it's outside, it's a nice night, a little rainy, but we're underneath some shit. It's nice, but let's all pick up. Drive a half an hour to Long Beach to be with like some fucking frat boys and shit with some idiots in this fucking bar. Fuck that. I'm not, dude, I'm not 25. We already saw a video of me on a drunk person. I don't want another one of those going around. Well, you handled it well. I think you handled it like a gentleman. I think that's the key. Oh. You handled it like a, a proper well, gentleman. That's the, oh, what do you mean? Like pulling the ripcord or just not beating thing? the kid up when you could have been oh. that asshole up? <laughs> Well, yeah. Well, that's that's a given, Jimmy, and uh, and I like that. It's a beautiful thing for jujitsu. It is. It looked good for jujitsu. Everybody it, was talking about it, yeah. and saying how restrained you were and how much. But I don't like to be around a lot of drunks, so I'm happy that this yeah. went well. I just didn't see the point in going to another place to have what you're gonna. It's one thing if you're young, you're single, and you're lo- going out looking for other 
people to, to mingle with that you might want to hook up with, get some numbers. But if you're already with there, your couples, your wives, your, and now you all want to go to another place to what, drink some more beers and have a different scenery? What, be more crowded? We got, why? The fuck? All right. So anyway, my, my kids slept out, so I went home with the missus. I had, my, I had a party. You know? Oh, that's nice. Yeah, you know, we like to keep it spicy. Yeah, you do. A couple of newlyweds. Absolutely. Yeah, that's healthy. Well, you need, it's fucking healthy for me, dude. I'm a fucking animal. I need to, I yeah. need to release, you know? So I had a good time, but, uh, you know, and then I had a cheat day. This might not be too bad. Listen, we'll get the, we had a lot of stuff to talk about. Tim Kennedy's calling in. Yes, he is. But I'm going to get to that in a second because I want to hear about his new TV show that he's doing, Chris Abdu. So that's correct, you're going to tell me about that in one second, but. First, let me tell the people about my cheat day. I've, I've been eating pretty good, Jimmy. I know yes. you noticed when I woke up. You look in, good. Thanks, Jimmy. You do. You said that right on cue. You know, you said it before, too, in my mind. Yeah. But I was going to pretend like you said it. Yeah. But I do feel powerful. I've been training. I was going to say that so, before, uh, too. Though. I said you look powerful and good. Those I, are the ate, words. I, yeah. I cheated yesterday, and I had a, a You're entitled. Well, I, I had, you know, Ciro makes the best homemade pizza I've probably ever tasted in my life. And uh, it's my father-in-law. And it's just so delicious, Jimmy. And, and it's so fucking good. And then he made some venison. What is it? The deer meat? Mm-hmm. I said that right? Sure. I had such a good time, Jimmy. At my in-laws. And then you know what I do? I go in the Ciro's man cave and I have some grappa. Oh, that's nice. I got three or four shots of that. It's no preservatives, Jimmy. He makes it himself. shouldn't be. Then I, then I take a nap and that's it. Hung out with my kids. What a great day. And uh, you don't got to applaud my weekend. It has no, I mean, it hey. Sounds like a great weekend. Listen, yeah. it doesn't get much better than that for a simple, to me, like me. But cherry on top. I played a lot of fucking VR. I did. I played some. I was in that vibe, and I played that standout battle royale. And when you win, you know what it says: "Winner, winner, Raptor dinner, Kamora Savage." Yes, yes. I fucked shit up in there. I had some, some. Uh, me and my my squad, Cannon and this guy, you fucking uh, Reaper. Oh boy, guys, did we bond? <laughs> uh, Jimmy, we had times. But anyway, let's talk. <laughs> It's five minutes. We can, can we just start over the show? Why? Right? The show is going very well. I, I think it's fun. Pathetic, my life. No, it's not. But uh, Jimmy. What, well, Matt? it sounds like you're hard to kill when you play that video game. Is that right? Talk about this. He's trying to be the new Segway King. I know. Hard to Kill sounds like a new show that's coming out starring Tim Kennedy. That's oh, right. my God. Yes. yes. That's yes. really good. Hard to, hard to Kill on Discovery Channel. Wait a second. Is he Steven yeah, Tim Kennedy's hard to kill. John F. was. <laughs> Go on now. <laughs> Oh, no. I didn't mean it. Hi. You threw me off, Jimmy. Because you filmed that. Okay. Matt's my nervous. Andy. Matt's nervous because I'm... Uh, what? I got my uh, Instagram. I was trying to put me and Matt on, on Instagram stories. Matt's all panicking. Oh, wait. Did you do that already? I'm going to now. Do, it, do it right now, and I'm going to be like, you're not even filming. Okay. I'm going to be like... You're Go not ahead, even... Matt. Be natural. Go. No, no, but... That's not natural. So, anyway, <laughs> that's cool. What was I going to? Um, I'm trying to do my traps. <laughs> very good. Let's do something yeah. very natural. Go Tim ahead. Kennedy's calling in. Is he? He's got a new show on the called, phone. Don't. What do you got, fucking Jimmy? Don't fucking. <laughs> what do you got to do that? He listen. Hard to kill. Yeah. Is Stephen Seagal suing him for the title of that? He was in Hard to Kill. I don't know. We can. Now, Hard to Kill is a, an expression too. Hard to kill. Hard to kill. Yeah. Hmm. What, what movie was that with him? Was that with him with the Rastafarians? I don't, I don't remember. Know. I think it was. I think it was, and it was a good one. They were coming at him with machetes, but Steven Seagal wasn't having that shit. He'd grab a wrist, make him do a flip. Uh, yes. Great. I don't think he's going to get sued for that, but it's a good question, and it is the first thing I thought of. It's an awful question, Jimmy. No, it's so, not. It's, it's actually a fair. Hard to kill. You, I'm sure Discovery Channel worked it out, but right, anyway, right, I don't know. The show mean, premieres Tuesday, July 31st. July 31st you, at 10 I, We're going to ask him Eastern. about the show, but what do you yeah. mean hard to kill? What is he, Who's hard to kill? What is he talking about? So basically what Tim does is he goes into and he, he tries to do the jobs of, of people, like everyday people that have incredibly difficult jobs, people that try to save someone from an avalanche or, you know, all these kind of crazy things. And so he so goes- Tim's and doing do, that? Yeah. So he goes and does these jobs. You know, he spends a week or whatever so with them. So Tim is hard. Yes, Tim he is. Kennedy is hard to kill. Yeah. He's really hard to kill, I would imagine. Yes. Think of Tim Kennedy, a real American hero. Yes, yeah. Fuck you, G.I. Joe. Move over. This is the real deal. Tim Kennedy, Brian Stan, those are the guys. Yeah, Brian Stan's a real guy too, man. Oh, he's Brian a real Stan's fucking... A, Brian Stan is... Because he's such a nice, like, well-spoken guy. You see that guy in the cage. He was an animal, man. Yeah. You know? Him versus Vandalay Silva was great. And that happened in Japan, so who knows what, what Vandalay Silva was pissing. Even though he's I like Vandalay, I'm not going to attack him. But because yeah, he, he let me use his place before when I was in Vegas before I uh, 
before I, what do you call it? Knocked out Frank Trigg. Stop bringing that. Jimmy, stop. I was going to bring it up. I know. And I was going to say, nah, you know the fight I'm talking about. Don't bring up me knocking out Frank Trigg unconscious. But um, I did. I used Vandalay Silva's place. You did. And he fought. This is like the seven degrees of fucking Kevin Bacon. And then he fought Brian Stan, who we were talking about, who is also in the armed services like Tim Kennedy. Seven degrees of Tim Kennedy, people. Yes. New game. Better than any of Chris's (laughs) shitty games. I don't know. Chris plays some good games. Chris plays good games? Yeah. Fuck you, he does. Like we uh, picked the fights for a kiss. It's my favorite. Uh, that's why. They- <laughs> Whoever that's- picks the best fights gets a kiss. No, what about what he was doing? Uh, put together uh, Butterbean and fucking Brock Lesnar. Oh, you the have dream the fucking- matchups? No, you have- no, not the dream matchups. Like, the- like what you were just doing. Like yeah. what I was just doing, but something you cannot do without a computer. But anyway, enough attack. Listen, can we talk about some UFC news? Yeah. Or we got the fights to talk about? Whatever you want to talk about. It's not all about me and being Kimura Savage playing uh, the virtual reality. It's not all about... People don't always want to hear about that, Jimmy. No, they don't. It's so much fun, though, Jimmy. I I might get the Vive Pro. I heard it's like... (laughs) Because you know what it is? When I had the Vive on, you could see like the world and everything. But you could see a little black in your corners where the eyes... So I heard it's bigger where you can't see uh, anything. anything. Well, I went and saw The Rock's movie. Oh. What movie? Let's do this. What? Let's do a movie minute. Oh, oh it's I'll, Jimmy's I'll, movie. I'll, I'll change it. Wait, we, I'll, I'll I should it. actually do oh, you know, you sing mine. All right. I have oh, to do right, a different one. Ready? Wait, no, no, I'm not ready yet. Hold wait. on. Let's capture this. Oh, wait. It's not Jimmy's movie minute. It has to be something different. It is. What, is, what could it be? What could we call it? Jimmy's Cinema Jam. <laughs> yeah, hold on. I will punch you in the fucking face. If you ever say, I'm, I'm not threatening you. Sing I'm the not. new song. Let's hear the new song. All right. The new, so, the new song for, for Jimmy it has to be a little different. Go now. It has to be a little different. Go now. Is it called Jimmy's Cinema Moment? Sing it. Sure. No? Yeah. yeah well, sing it. That's I mean, jam really. sounds better. But jam? Yeah. All right. Jam. Yeah. Cinema Jam. Yeah. Okay. la da 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 Jimmy's Cinema Jam. Why'd you stop filming when I was Hold doing on. that? Why the fuck, Jimmy? Hold I did on. such a perfect melody, and you were filming it, and then you stopped filming it when I did it halfway. Okay? You have to sing it again. You waited too long. It's Instagram. Go <laughs> now. Sing my song. la da 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 No, this is about yours. <laughs> Go ahead. Sing <laughs> it. Again. I'm going to do it a little bit different. Go Ready? You do, how do, how's mine? No, no. You first. How, wait, how do you do mine? da 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 It's a movie, man. I'll do it a little bit. See, you fucked up. I'll do it a little bit. Hold on. This is Instagram. They're going too fast. Oh, God. I'm lightheaded now, though. Hold on. All right, Matt. Let's. All right. Hold on. Go ahead. Sing now. Go now. Go lightheaded. Go ahead. La da dee da 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 Jimmy's Cinema Jam. Fucking boo. <laughs> you fucking asshole. Boo. You fuck. Tag me All right, listen to me. I am each try. Somehow, I got a flex in there. I don't know how I did it, Jimmy, but I did it. Because you, you you got a body that's meant to be shown off. Thank you so much. You're welcome. It's pasta protein. Uh, the ratio yeah, is uh, changing amazing. a little bit. Tell me about what you were going to say with the movies now, because I did that whole fucking movie. I went out. and saw uh, the- What did you see? Uh, Skyscraper. The Rock's new movie. The Rock's in this? I thought he's in the Rampage movie. No, he did that, and now he's got Skyscraper. What the fuck is Skyscraper? Because the world's tallest building is on fire, and he has to get his family out. It's just an action movie. The plot could have been a little better, but I didn't care. I wanted to see The Rock hanging off a fucking building. Well, I like The Rock. He's I love such him. A, such yeah. a nice, genuine, that's such a good guy. But he, he looks so, he's got such good energy about him. I love him in Jumanji, but go ahead. It's about uh, the world's tallest building is on fire. Uh, it's like a 220-story building. And he has to get over there and get his family out. Okay. And it's just, I saw it in 3D. And it shot a certain way where you're like, ha, 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 ha. Like what? Ha, 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 If you don't like heights. Jimmy's Cinema Jam has more sound What do you sound like when you, don't, when you see a, a big spider? Same thing? Ugh. <laughs> right, I, I thought it'd be. No, that's the sound of the spider. So you want spiders up? And then when you, when you see that movie with a rock. It's, <laughs> okay, that's a big difference. I don't like heights. Uh, me neither. So you're looking down. A short person. He's on a crane, and you're looking down 90 stories, and you're like, "Fuck!" And it shot so well. Yeah, it shot beautifully. It's uh, so it was you. So on a on a one to ten, you know, it, for, for the way it was shot, I gave it a nine. Wow. The story, I would give the story itself a six. Some of the plot, I would give a five. But only because I didn't care. But like I was okay with it being short on plot. Like that's not why I went to see it. The Rock did a great job, 
like there's a couple of things that they could have made more believable, but I don't. It didn't matter to me because that's not why I was going to that movie. I wanted to see this fucking this monster of a man. Yes. Running through a burning yes. fucking building. Yes. I wanted to see yes. the camera yes. showing me what it would Fuck look yeah, like if right. I was hanging off a yeah. plane. And they pulled it off beautifully. Man, that's inspiring. It was great. Uh, Rock did a great job. It was really, it was the shoot, you know, when you film a movie like that, everything, they didn't waste a whole lot of time with build up. I didn't give a shit about that. I, I got to know what I needed to know very early on. I loved it. Yeah? Yes. Wow. All right. Jimmy, I don't want to see it. I want to see Rampage. I don't know why I don't want to see Sky Grape. Well, it's, look at but I see it only because I like yes. The Rock, and I want to support anything he does. And he was great in Jumanji. Uh, he was. He was. Even though I, I'm, I'm friends with Kevin, I, I only saw part of Jumanji. Yeah. I don't like to watch my friends doing movies because I'm not doing them. You, you, no, I'm just kidding. I, just, I, would, I would see it, but I, just, I saw part of it. Yeah. The original was good. How come you're not in, on comedians in cars getting coffee? You're a comedian. Hey, I don't know. You have to ask Jerry. No, I don't know. <laughs> I'm that, not. I'm not Jerry style. That Seinfeld was almost. I do a good job. As awful as, as, as uh, Longo's walking, Christopher Walken. Are you telling me? Is that a good Jerry? Yeah, that's fucking awful. I thought you were doing Longo doing well. Oh wait, that, I only do a Longo. I think that's the only impression I could do, and he sounds kind of like an Italian Seinfeld. Except I add in some zip zaps. Zap zap. All right. What do we got, guys? Well, what do you want to talk? You want to talk about this main event from this past weekend? Anthony hey, Smith listen to me. Anthony Smith, man. Now, let me ask you. First of all, what a beast. How many what how many fights has he had at 205? Ah, uh, this is his third. This is only his second. His first was against and, Rashad. And he was fight, he was fighting at 185? Yeah. How? He looks huge. I know, it's crazy. He looks big at 205, doesn't he? He yes. looks big for a Shogun. Yes, he's six four, and dude, he is accurate, man. This might be one of those cases. Now, look, you see these, you've seen this before. Kelvin Gastelum's one of them, uh, a guy that fights you think above his weight class, and he's looking better than he did in supposedly his weight class. Yep. Another one is uh, actually Rumble Johnson, obviously, sure, who went up how many weight classes? He started at welterweight, yep. then he went to two hundred five, and he became a beast. Yeah, RDA so just it's moved like, up recently. Looks better. Terrible, terrible. I'm, I'm, I'm naming some awesome ones, and, and then RDA just got beat by Colby Covington. So no, he, but did. he looked good, though. He did look good. I'm only kidding, Christopher. This, uh. But, uh, oh, so, uh, Sage Northcutt. Just Sage Northcutt just moved back up, but he kind of went back and forth. But yeah. he Hendricks was, had a tough time. Well, you know, some say USADA, some say USADA. Who knows? Cormier did well. I don't want to predict anything. Oh, yeah, fucking DC. Moving up. Yeah. DC well, did well, a great well, job. Well, in fairness, he was a heavyweight. He was a heavyweight, an undefeated heavyweight. He never lost that heavyweight. And yeah, that's true. The kind of guy he is, he said, you know what? I'm going to fight in a different weight class because my buddy, that's his division. And I respect that as a guy that's coming from a team and, you know, you, you close your family and, and uh, you know, he didn't have to do that, but he did that. That shows the type of guy he is. You know, he spent how many years in... In, in 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 light heavyweight, but meanwhile he might just just he should have just stayed at heavyweight when you think about it. I mean, look at him; he's a fucking beast. I mean, shit, you know he doesn't have to. I mean, I want to see. I, well, we got Brock Lesnar. What's next for him? Uh, Brock yeah, is going right. to fight DC. I mean, yeah, yeah. that's what's next. Yeah, it's kind of weird, man. I feel a little bit for Stipe with that. Yeah, I would love to see Stipe get a shot. I mean, I mean Cormier caught him. Um, I understand they got to sell a fight with Brock. Yeah, of course, yeah. a big money fight. But I, I mean, for Steve Baby, I mean, that's the one I want to see fight. I yeah. think he deserves a rematch. Well, because he was a dominant champion. And he was doing yeah. well in that fight and he just got caught. And it's like. Yeah. The only thing I could think of is if it was a. If it was more of a battle back and forth and it went more than one round. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Like that. I mean, but stopped, don't give me. Right. That, that's I mean, an easier listen, rematch. That would yes. that would have been like, hey, man, we got to make this again. But because he took him out in the first round, but you hey, might man. need DC to have this big money fight first. The only reason I wouldn't make more of even a stink out of it because I feel like you know Lesnar last time he was around he got he got popped, didn't he? Yeah. I know you guys listen. It's unfiltered. I got to talk. Yeah, you're right. Thing. So you know now he's coming back into this. I can understand Stipe being like, "Yo, what the fuck, man? Last time this guy been around, and, and it, you know he's pissing dirty, sure, and right. now." He's coming right back in a shot. What the pure fuck? money? Well, and Dana everybody, had everybody said Dana said going into. Wait, wait, I was going to say oh, though, sorry, before go. I forgot though. Yeah. 
But you could also challenge that with, hey, he is a former champion. Yes. You know? I mean, he did beat the likes of uh, of guys, you know, powerhouses like Heath Hearing, guys like who did well in Japan, guys like uh, Randy Couture, who he beat. Yeah, I mean, Frank, Frank Mir. Randy was a, was a little older Ra- by then, yeah. though. Well, he was older beating everybody's ass, too, Randy. Randy yeah. has been an older guy beating everybody's ass. That's true. Style to make fights. I don't think he's going to match up well with... He always used his wrestling to That's right. use that as the great equalizer, so he can't use that with and, and he, You're right. He did and beat... Uh, got those big paws. He know did beat... I mean? uh, he did beat Mir. He did beat... Almost I mean, beat Mir. fucking Shane Carwin. I mean, uh, oh no, he did beat Shane Carlin. So he almost lost to Shane Carlin, right. and that that proved to me that Brock is tough because he was getting destroyed in that first round, and then to come back and beat Shane was so, a huge win. And then Kane beat him decisively, and Overeem basically kicked yeah. him, whereas Diverticulitis, I mean, Overeem hurt yeah. him badly. Yeah, but the yeah. thing was, like, Mark Hunty beats. No, so listen, he is a stud, but I understand Stipe's frustration. But the only the, the thing that really makes me not make a let's think about it all is DC I think DC deserves this fucking yeah. fight yeah absolutely that guy look at that guy never complains about and he never I yeah. never heard him complain about John Jones failed drug tests and this I mean it's in a sense where he could be like making more of us think about that like dude you never who knows what you'll do with me when you if you're clean like you know what I mean like he doesn't he's not that guy playing that he's still like you know I got B type of thing and I don't know he's never complaining he always does he does the right thing. Look what he did for for Kane all these years by not even going in that division when he's a fucking beast and unbeaten. I think he deserves some money fights. He's almost 40. Give him that fight with Brock. And then Stipe's still going to be here, though. You know what I mean? So then that, that she should be waiting the wings on who's next. Yeah, and, 100%. You know, well, he, and the, he deserves and the other, that much. The thing I was going to say know? was that Dana had said going into it, or maybe said after that he oh. had talked to both of them, that if Stipe had won, he would be fighting Brock well, next, there you too. Go. So it's like yeah. that. Yeah. whoever won was going to get course, the Brock Of course. You know? They just want to get Brock and fight. It's, it's a Look, they don't have Ronda. They don't have Connor right now. You know, Brock is the big. Jones is out. I mean, you know, the, the UFC, it is a business, and they do want to make their money. But Stipe is so much... He's been such a great champion that you want to see him get an immediate shot. I, I, he's got to get the winner of that fight. He has to. That'd be fantastic. Back to Anthony Smith. I thought he looked fucking phenomenal. And how accurate is this guy? Has can, Tell me how many losses does he have? I know he lost to Thiago Santos before he moved up. Yeah, he's 28 and 13. But we were saying before the show and when we talked to him Oh, he just took week, fights. Yeah. Yeah, he was he was learning basically inside yeah, the cage for his you know, so he lost like six fights in his well, first tell 12 me about fights. The, tell you know? me about the UFC career, about his fights in the UFC, the ones uh, he lost. So he has a unanimous decision loss to Cesar Fajeda, who's uh a tough guy, but this is back in 2016, and then he has the not the the body kick and punches to Tiago Santos. And that was before he That's moved only out. two? He's got two in the UFC. How do you yeah. lose to uh Cesar? Unanimous decision, but by but was he getting out grappled or was he? I don't remember the fight to be honest. I'd have to I'd have to go back. And I want to see because Anthony's a brown belt in jujitsu. He told yeah. us. I, I like him. We I like him too a lot. And man, is he accurate? He saw because my thing is I want to see how he does with some of these other guys that they're going to try to grapple him more because we see him standing up. He's a the fucking beast, man. Yeah, look what he just did to Rashad. Two champions in a row, uh, and uh, now to to Rua and to Shogun, man, like. Dude, he he's dangerous going backwards. Yeah. I mean, I mean Anthony Smith with that fight. Like, yep. Shogun was trying to be aggressive and trying to uh, impose his will and, and trying to set that pace standing. But Anthony, man, he's he's accurate as heck. And yeah. and well, language. Once, I'm sorry, Jimmy. I'm trying to clean it up. <laughs> and then once he landed, he's throwing another six, and they're getting they're going right through his guard. Ba ba ba. And he's got heavy hands. Long arms, too. And he was looping that right overhand, like going around his defense. It was really good. It was brutal. These are two brutal stoppages. And uh, shoot, I want to see. And a brown belt on the floor. I want to (laughs) see. I was thinking with Rua that maybe he would be, and he probably would have, tried to switch it up and added in some grappling. And I wanted to see how Anthony's on the floor, on his back, if possible. And I... Uh, who knows what how far he could take it, man? I mean, he's what? How old is he? Twenty nine. Holy shit! Yeah, he, dude. I mean, I want to see what's next for him. Who did he call? Did he call out somebody? Yeah. So he called out. Well, he said he would be willing to step in to fight Gustafson at UFC two twenty seven on August fourth because Vulcan Uzdemir had to pull out. He broke his nose, so he had something to pull out happened that fight. with Gustafson. Though. Yeah. So then a couple, like within the hour of that happening, Gustafson, his management said he had to pull out of the fight. He got hurt. Over the weekend or whatever, he has a minor injury. Over so. the weekend? Or whatever. He's been training, you know. Right. So he got injured, yeah. And boy, did DC take issue with that. Yeah. You want to read that? I mean, DC really... Did, of, DC took issue with what now? With Gustafson. Gustafson. Not, not fighting uh, Anthony Smith. Uh, DC writes... Uh, 
It was like an open letter that he put on Instagram. <clears throat> yes, he did. He, uh, sorry, where is this? He wrote, uh, after the my energy goes, Dear Alex, I don't know what happened to you going back to the rock hold situation. You've always been a stand-up guy, but your behavior changed. From calling a guy out the day after he got knocked out to now offering to fight me knowing I have a broken hand after Volcan couldn't go. Now you've turned down Jan uh, uh, Blahovich. Uh, turned down Khalil Roundtree, all while calling for a heavyweight title fight. Now, moments after Anthony Smith does his work like an animal, you, you <laughs> like decide that. you're hurt. <laughs> I like that. Man, I respect you as a fighter. I will always be grateful for October 2015, but you and I will not share the same octagon again. I'm disappointed in what you've become. You're so entitled, man. I can't deal with delusional people. Good luck recovering. Our time has passed. See you at, from the commentary table. Oof. Wait, so well, he knows he only has a couple fights yeah. left. He's got two, pretty DC. much. That's it. DC saying he's fighting twice more. So wait, so wait, so tell me again what Gustafin's Gustafson his, his take is on this. What is he saying? He's saying no, that he's no word from for, well, no word from Gustafson now. But why is he calling him entitled? Because he didn't take the fight. I think well because Gustin has called for a fight against DC a number of times for a title shot. He's called for a uh, an interim title shot against Luke Rockhold when that was being talked about. So I guess DC is looking at it as like, you know, you haven't you've only fought a couple of times in the last few years. Although he's had injuries, not, but. not to mention like he did look phenomenal versus Glover. Yes, but as we've seen like the last yesterday, Glover Glover might be slowing down. And I love Glover, right. but uh, you know. Corey Anderson, he out hustled him, man. He just outworked him on a few weeks, on a, how many weeks' notice? Yeah, a couple, a couple weeks. But he outfought him. Yeah, he mixed up the strikes with the takedowns, and he didn't beat him up, but he beat him. And so, I mean, so that's Gustafin's last win. And like DC said, he beat a number of guys before since he fought Gustafin yes. that time. Yes. So I can understand his, his point. But what? But what made him say all that? I'm disappointed because he's saying that I'm not. I'm, is he saying that he's sitting back waiting for DC? I'm confused. I, I guess DC is just What saying, made that tweet come out? Like, <clears throat> well, I, I mean, I guess the final straw was that Gustin decided that he was, you know, that he's, he has a minor injury. He's out oh. of the 227. He's not going to fight Anthony Smith. And then, you know, I guess DC is just kind of tired of hearing. I would have liked to see that fight. Absolutely. Fuck. Absolutely. Why not? I mean, that, that Anthony Smith said he would just leave Germany and fly right to LA. He would go fight. What's going on with Luke Rockhold? We had him on the show and, and I didn't even hear what he said because it was so freaking. Yeah. He's got his shin. He, he he's split. going to 205, ain't he? Yes, I think his next fight will... I mean, that's what the talk is. Oh, you know what? We got uh, Tim Kennedy calling right, right. back to that. Support for UFC Unfiltered comes from our friends over at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans, America's premier home purchase lender. Let's talk about buying a home. It is an extremely stressful but important purchase, and it's one of the biggest events of your life. But today's fluctuating interest rates can leave you with unexpected higher payments, which can turn a great experience into an anxious one. That's why Quicken Loans created their exclusive power buying process. Here's how it works. They check your income, assets, credit. They give you a verified approval. This gives you the strength of a cash buyer, making your offer more attractive to sellers. Once verified, you qualify for their exclusive rate shield approval. They're going to lock your interest rate up for 90 days while you shop for your new home. Then once you've found it, if interest rates have gone up, your rate stays the same. But if rates have gone down... Here's the beauty. You get to keep the lower rate. Either way, you win. It's the kind of thinking you'd expect from America's largest mortgage lender. To get started, go to rocketmortgage.com slash unfiltered rate shield approval. Only valid on certain 30-day purchase transactions. Additional conditions or exclusions may apply based on Quicken Loans data in comparison to public data records. Equal housing lender licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org number 3030. What up, everybody? This is CJ McCollum from the Portland Trailblazers. And here's a little taste of what we talked about on this week's Pull Up Podcast. Very special mini post-Game 7 episode of Pull Up. An epic Game 7 in Denver. 37 points back-to-back essentially closeout buckets. Why were you so successful last night? I think it just really came down to my demeanor and mindset. Empty the clip, leave nothing out there. I wanted to say I did everything in my power and I left all my bullets out there on the court and didn't bring anything home. How do you shift to a completely new animal, an absolute monster in the Warriors? In the playoffs, it just comes down to X's and O's and execution more so than anything else. The Warriors aren't going to run a lot of plays. They're going to run a lot of misdirection out of timeouts and late clock situations. But most of it's going to be mid-pick and roll. It's going to be pin downs and flares and things of that nature for Clay and Steph in a lot of transition. So you have to guard the three-point line, get back in transition, and make it as difficult as possible on them. Don't forget to pull up. Subscribe and listen every week on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your shows.
After a stressful game, it's only natural to need some well-deserved rest. Upgrade your current sleep situation because Mattress Firm is offering the best bed deal of the year. Get a king bed for a queen price or a queen bed for a twin price for savings of up to 700 bucks. Plus, take home a free adjustable base up to a $699 value. That's $699 for free. You'll only find these deals during Mattress Firm's Memorial Day sale. So don't miss your chance to start sleeping like a pro. Shop now at mattressfirm.com slash sale. There's nothing worse than being uncomfortable in bed. It's, it's horrible. You're not rested the next day. You suck at work. Mattress Firm's Memorial Day sale is offering the best bed deal of the year. Save up to $700 when you get a king bed for a queen price or a queen bed for a twin price plus Take home a free adjustable base that's up to a $699 value, free. Visit mattressfirm.com slash sale for more details. Hello, Tim. How are you, buddy? You're talking to Jim and Matt on UFC Unfiltered. What's up, Tim? What's going on, gentlemen? How are you doing? Uh, I'm better now. I just got done training, and I felt like I was going to throw up for the past 40 minutes. <laughs> what, what kind of training, Tim? What'd you do? Uh, it was like metabolic conditioning on it, so... Is posterior chain. We started with a mile run at like a 6.30 pace. Then we did a pull-up ladder. And then we did 50 calories for time on the bike. And then a one-minute max distant row on the rower. And then we did a 80-pound atlas ball 10 times over shoulder for time. So just a bunch of full, explosive, humiliating movements to make you feel like you're yeah. Dude, no wonder. <laughs> Tim, no wonder why you look like a, a He-Man figure. Tim, you are... Let me ask you, how old are you now, Tim? I'm, I'm uh, like, in spirit or body? No, in so body, not, not spirit. Body, but... I know spirit, you're very young. Oh. Well, so, see, even, like, in, in body, like, you can't gauge me like a normal person because no. the amount of living that's happened in my body is that of, like, a 98-year-old. <laughs> so, you know, like, my yeah. body is that of, you know, just shy, shy of 100 years old, I think. <laughs> How does how do you how does your body hold up? I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Listen, I feel great today, but I just did some push-ups and sit-ups and, and like an hour of jujitsu. But that's and that's good. That's good enough for me. And I'm 44. My from running hills and listen, I haven't done. You know, I got in shape for my fights over the years, but I haven't done the, the shit you've done, Tim. I haven't done the shit you did this morning. <laughs> no, well, like, but you know, you've been you know, with the with the with the uh, I'm sorry with the Rangers and whatever else. You know, you're, you're a machine. How does your knees like? Like I feel my knees now a little. I don't want to sound like an old dude, but I feel I feel my fucking knees now from running hills and shit. How do you? How does your body hold up? Yeah, I, mean, I think the trick that a lot of people don't know about is is duct tape and oh. gorilla glue. <laughs> so wow. if you take gorilla glue and you inject it directly into the joint and then duct tape your knees, Fuck. They, they stay together. Wow, that's the stuff I use when I run out of condoms. Nice, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I like your style. Well, after that answer, I think I'm staying to my jujitsu and my elliptical. But hey, listen, to each his own, Tim. Tim, tell could you tell us about Hard to Kill, the new show you're doing? Yeah, I mean, the, the, like the, the, the two cool things about it is you got a bunch of people doing the most extraordinary, incredible things that a, a human could possibly do, yeah. and they do it so that we can live our lives normally. Um, and then you have me, who, you know, I'm, I'm essentially two generations removed from the tree. I'm a hairy-handed troll. You know, like, I should have just stayed up the trees with the, race, the rest of the orangutan. And I go and try and do these things, look like an idiot, um, usually get hurt trying. And, um, and it makes these people that do these jobs, uh, it's, I think it's very clear that they are hard to kill, that they are intelligent, that they are just superheroes without capes, you know, with hammers and pilots. I just, they're amazing. I mean, I'm in love. Every, every job I did, I just fell in love with the people doing these jobs. And I just realized how stupid and dumb I am at everything that I do. Could you name? I don't want to. I don't know if it's a surprise, but could you just name a few of the things that you've had to do? Or you know, so some of the jobs uh, we did. We did like experimental test pilot. That's episode number one. Um, in the you know, like we, we get on an airplane and you want your you want your Cracker Jack box and your peanuts and your pretzels and yes. you want your beverage service. Yes, well, I'm getting you excited. Don't think about, but, yeah, like that's good stuff, right? But you yes. don't think about like there was a there's no crash test dummy for airplanes. Right? That's, that's yeah. not how it works. 
some dude or some lady has to sit behind the control sticks of that airplane for the very first time and be like, screw it, let's see if it flies. And then they go. Um, in the beginning of aviation, 50% of pilots died. And then once we kind of moved into modern-day aviation, one in five pilots died. Wow. So, you know, and, and still current day, one in five pilots in, air, in experimental test pilots, they, they, they crash. Um, you know, but now with injection sheets and parachutes and the survivability and modern medicine, um, we uh, not as many of them die, thankfully. But we just forget about all of the extraordinary, courageous, heroic people doing these jobs to make our lives easy. Um, you know, like getting fuel, you know, the, the process of extracting oil from the ground is dangerous. You know, it's pipes in the center of the ocean and it's um, flammable liquid in the middle of the desert, you know, and it's just like, it's, it's scary stuff. And there's people that do it every single day. Um, so some of the jobs were EMD, EOD bomb technicians um, experimental test pilot, a bush pilot up in Alaska flying medication and food, uh, commercial fishermen, both in Florida and up in the northeast off uh, off the coast. Um, yeah, I mean, that that job was humbling. Yeah. That that uh that was a big old kick in the balls and the <laughs> it was a gut punch every day just realizing how bad i am at all the things that they're good at and and tim let me yeah, ask you too about that, sorry but about, about the pl- the pilots uh did you actually you flew some of those test flights yeah yeah and, man I, I got i got in uh air force military jets pushed the the legal limits of what the aircrafts were allowed to do seeing if i could pass out then we put me inside of a cockpit locked the cockpit and then set the airplane on fire um, put me up inside of a... Now, is this a commercial and, flight? Don't these guys have I to... Don't, st- like fire. don't they have to stall the plane, too? Like, these test pilots are maniacs because they have to see what happens if the plane stalls, what happens... Like, they put themselves in treacherous situations and then kind of try to dig themselves out of it in the air. Yeah, intentionally. Yeah, they're like, okay, let's go ahead and push this plane up where the engine stops working... And then as we start tumbling, let's see if the wings fall off. And I was like, that's a bad plan. Yeah. Can we do something <laughs> else besides either of those two things? Because both of those things sound like I'm going to die. <laughs> how, did this, how did this show come about? Now, were you involved with the process of making the show? They approached you with this, this idea? Yeah, so we, the production company, uh, Carga, I had worked with them for the past three years on a different show called Hunting Hitler. Yes. Where I was an investigator. You know, and we're going all over the world. They see me scaling mountains and rappelling off cliffs, and they see me scuba diving at 200 feet, jumping out of airplanes. And, you know, they, they realized that I am full bananas stupid. You know, they're like, oh, this guy, this guy's an idiot. So we could probably do some really dumb stuff with this guy. And voila, they put me with a bunch of really smart, heroic, courageous, incredible people. And I try and do what they do really well, and I don't do it. Um, I, I think that's the main theme here is that they should rename the, the show as a bunch of really cool people that are good at their jobs and stupid Tim Kennedy. <laughs> that's a new name. You're like a, you're like a real-life freaking action hero. Well, you're Tim doing Kennedy. what like Mike Rowe did, like uh, like dangerous jobs, but not like this. Oh. Mike just did kind of gross jobs. Like This is a place that like where you, we could actually get killed doing your job. They like not you might actually they normally do the the bush pilot the episode um, we take an R twenty two helicopter and there there's a pilot that was flying up in over the Arctic his helicopter crashed in the water and as it was submerging he's like oh shoot I forgot my 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 survival equipment as his helicopter is plunging down into the depths. He's like, oh, I'll swim down. The, the water's freezing, right? He's pushing chunks of ice out of the way as he swims down to get a survival bag. Then he, once he gets it, he looks up and he's like, oh, great, there's an iceberg. So he swims over to the iceberg, gets up on the iceberg, spends the next three days of his life fighting off damn polar bears so he doesn't <laughs> wait, get eaten alive. Wait, what he is survives, he? And that's, that's the episode that we try to recreate. Oh, shit, man. Is that... Wh- what episode is that? Or I'll just start watching the series, but is that d- deep in or is that like the second episode? That sounds awesome. <laughs> I want to see Yeah, that, that's going to be like episode three or four. We have 
Uh, some other episodes that we're doing, we're doing avalanche mitigation, avalanche control experts. So there's a bunch of people that ski along the tops of the ridges where normal people go and ski down the mountains, and they cause avalanches to happen so they don't accidentally occur and bury somebody. Um, so I get buried in an avalanche, which is really freaking scary. Um, if you're claustrophobic or Ugh. if yes. you like to breathe air, uh, if you don't want to freeze to death and you want to know which way is up, don't get buried in an avalanche because you don't get any of those things. What are you supposed you to do? You will freeze to death. So what I did as I was laying there, it was too dark to, um, to see. Uh, it's, it's almost pitch black. As I was breathing, I was exhaling. It was melting the snow, and a drop of water fell, like, and I watched the drop fall and hit my, my lip. And I was like, ah, oh, gravity is cool. And, I, and that was like the biggest nirvonic bliss, realizing which way was up, which was actually, I was almost inverted looking, um, if, if, I, if you could see my penis, which you couldn't because it was frozen. Sure. Um, <laughs> frozen yeah, penis. <laughs> up was the direction of my frozen penis. That, that doesn't, they say you should drool or something too, because then the spit, you'll feel it go a certain way or, you know, it, it's just a terrifying thing. Like if you release spittle from your mouth a little bit, it will, it will go south. So at least you'll know which way is up. Yeah, the, the, the scariest part was every time you exhaled, you would melt this little cocoon of air around your face and it was tiny and then it would refreeze. What? And then every time that you breathed, there was a little less air. Yeah, that's terrifying. Wait, you know, so, like you got a little less every single time. Wait, I'm confused, Tim. They, they put you on the snow. Like, what are, we, what are we talking about here? They just wanted to show you what it felt like, right? Is that what they did? No, bro. They put me in the bottom of a damn mountain, <laughs> and then they made an avalanche come and cascade around me. The fuck? So I got buried alive in an avalanche. Now wait, now listen, Tim. I'm I'm not no pansy. I used to do some some well, some some alpha stuff. Jimmy Jimmy argued that he say I am a pansy. Now, you know, I used to fight in the cage, much like yourself. But do you have, a, a, not a death wish, but do you have a, are you like an adrenaline junkie, Tim Kennedy? Uh, I mean, I've been, uh, It's not normal uh, to do shit I like mean, this, no? Tim. I don't want to say this, Tim, but it's not, no, I don't know if anybody ever told you. They might be, a, like, afraid, but it's not normal to do this shit, Tim. <laughs> to get bar buried in a fucking avalanche on purpose. I hope you're getting, hope they're taking well care compensated. of you. Well compensated. Hope you're getting well compensated. Well, I, I think the comp, you know, it, it's less about me, honestly. It's more about the people that do these jobs every single day. You know, like I did it for like two weeks and I had to see physical therapists and, Jesus. you know, like still, like we're, we're done filming four months later and I'm still working through some injuries that were, that happened during the filming of the show. So, and I, I only did the, I only did these jobs for a few weeks at a time. There's people that do them. For 40 years, you know, and, and I, I think that is the, the big takeaway is like how remarkable and extraordinary and amazing and spectacular and genius. Uh, I mean, some of them are, are damn brain surgeons with bullets going off around their heads, like the EOD bomb techs. You know, like those guys have to do the most minute, tiny movements. They're, they're, they're brain surgeons and they're mechanical engineers and they're doing it while they're in a suit that is making their body be 120 degrees in front of them, and bullets are going off around them. You know, it's, it's just crazy. It is, it is crazy. freaking crazy. Uh, now, listen, you're busy with this show, which sounds insane, and I, we're going to plug that again. But are you, are you still following MMA with all you're doing or no? I still I'm, – I'm a, I'm a so I've never been like a, an MMA guy i've been a martial artist I, I think you're kind of the same honestly yeah um so i think you are yeah well, um and, you know, i started doing martial arts when i was six years old and i'm gonna be a martial artist till the day that i die you know i still train 14 times a week yeah. um you know i still do jujitsu five times a week i still do muay thai three four times a week i still do mma a couple times a week i do yeah. strength and conditioning four times a week so it's like it is still um an important part of my life. I still think I'm very competitive yeah. and um, the competition itch will never be scratched hard enough. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, I kind of have bigger fish to fry right now. Do you miss <clears throat> the feeling of walking out to that, to the octagon or are you, are you, I know you're busy. You're keeping busy. 
we're, we're lucky, Tim. We got post-fight careers going on. But so some guys, I guess, who don't have anything going on, they're a little bit more like, oh, I miss it so much. So I know you're extremely busy. But I also know the feeling of walking to that cage, getting your hand raised, being in battle. Do you miss it at all, Tim, or, or you're just too busy? Of course. Of course. You know, it's, it is one of the most addictive right. things somebody could ever do is to, to hear their their walkout song <laughs> as they, the, the, the anticipation of going in and it stopped. You're stripped bare. You know, you're wearing yeah. shorts and gloves and a mouthpiece, and it is the most raw exposure of, yes. of human capability yes. I, I, measurement that you can possibly get. There's something so pure uh, about it. You know, there but, is. Yeah, it's beautiful and it's pure. It's ballet. It's violence. You know, it's 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 being an artist and and being a a demolition ball at the same time. You know, it's 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 a gorgeous thing. Um, you know, I there's a lot of a lot of I'm still a competitive shooter. I'm still a competitive grappler. I would love to fight again. You know, but for example, one of the episodes we did bull fighting, and oh. I walked into the oldest and most famous arena in the world, and I was a and, and I am, on a Friday night, the bullfighter protecting the bull rider. You know, you hear your name, you're wearing your jersey. It, it, it is unlike anything I ever experienced in the octagon. It was pure chaos. It was pure anarchy and that pure rage. No weight class, 85 pounds. It was a 2,000-pound wild animal that wanted to hurt me. Yes. <laughs> I, man, that, that sounds insane. <clears throat> uh, Tim. Uh, you, when you fought, I'm a huge, I love watching you fight, Tim. I, I'm a, a stocky guy as well. For your weight class, you were a, a shorter, stocky guy. And I love the way you used your, your Brazilian jiu-jitsu. It was really just, people don't talk about it enough. You, you're from your takedowns to your passing to your, just, I, I love the way you, your, your jiu-jitsu game. Did you ever think about, cause you said you're still competitive, you're grappling a lot. You ever think about taking any, um, uh, grappling, super fights, or anything like that, like an ADCC match or one of those, I don't know, uh, Eddie Bravo matches or anything? Yeah, absolutely. I, I say absolutely, you know, without hesitation. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to caveat that and say I don't want to do something that is moving into the abomination of this sport jiu-jitsu. You know, if I have somebody that's yeah. like donkey guarding me, I, I'm going to kick him in the taint as hard as I can. I'm so with you. you. Know, like Tim Kennedy, listen to me. This is for you. Yes, Tim Kennedy. You're a hero in more ways than one. I'm with you with that, man. Back in the day, Tim, when we were coming up, I would watch fighters, uh, some guys that come to mind. I'm sure you heard their names before because you're old school like me. Fabio Gagel, Murulo Bustamante, who fought Tom Erickson for 45 minutes. But they did jiu-jitsu. When they did Brazilian jiu-jitsu tournaments, it, or gi or no gi, it, tr it transcends. It goes from jiu-jitsu to MMA to uh, sub-grappling, and it's not that much different. Does that make sense compared to the grappling of it, today? Absolutely. Jiu-jitsu in its purest form, it, 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 like you said, transcends all other yes. martial arts. You know, it, 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 can, it can destroy the best striker, and it can dominate the best wrestler, and it can... And that's the purest form of jiu-jitsu. Yes. This sports jiu-jitsu thing is so narrow and it's so limited. You know, if you go back to Helio Gracie, you know, if you listen to what he would say, he said, if somebody can touch your face while you're grappling, you're doing it wrong. Because yes. you know, he always had that idea of, I'm going to try to push your eye out. Yes. Or, I'm not going to put on an arm bar so you tap. I'm going to put on an arm bar so you never use that arm again. Yes. Those are different things. <laughs> I love it. Hey, let me tell you, Tim. I mean... You're a super stud with all you do. I can't believe, I mean, everything you do is like you're superhuman. Personally, you know, I own a couple of jiu-jitsu schools. Since I got done fighting like eight years ago, I haven't sparred a day. I'll do some glove drills, some pads, but I do jiu-jitsu four or five days a week. I fucking love it. I live it. And I like that you got the same views on that because I don't, I don't tell my guys not to do tournaments. I, 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 it's good. It's good to compete. I don't care if it's chess or jiu-jitsu, whatever it is, but... Don't get it twisted when it comes to a fight when you're doing certain shit. You know what I mean? I'm with you with that, Tim. Yeah. yeah. Let's plug this show, Chris, the producer. Yeah, a time, it's called... That's how much I love this. Yes. Hard to Kill, Tuesday, July 31st, 10 o'clock on Discovery, which is a great place for it. Um, 
you know, this sounds really great, Tim. And, you know, you're such a fierce fighter. And obviously, you're, uh, you're, you're military service. How many tours of duty did you do? That's where I'm at. I'm at 20 trips overseas total from the military. And uh, actually, the same day that my show airs, I'm going to be leaving again for military stuff. So I'll be dropping off the radar for a couple of months. Wow, you are still active, man. That That's absolutely incredible. Let me tell you something, Tim. In this room, in this studio, I feel so fucking alpha, Tim. I talk to you. I'm like, ah, I got to... I don't know what I got to do. I yeah. got to fucking learn how to shoot a crossbow. I got to do something. Tim, you do, you're a fucking... Fucking superhero, Tim K. Like a real Captain America. Yeah, it's amazing, dude. Be- <laughs> I fucking love don't it. Don't stop it. <laughs> Look at him. Be careful. Look, man, it's always good. To- it's good talking to you. Uh, be yeah. careful o- overseas and good luck with your show. It sounds amazing. Yeah, Tim. I really appreciate it, you guys. Just keep kicking ass and God bless America. Thanks, Tim. Take care, buddy. Thank you, Tim. Yeah, his phone was cut yeah. out just a little bit. What a, what a nice guy, though, man. Oh, man. And what dude, a fucking, what all, a savage. I mean, not for nothing, oh. dude. He beat Hodger Gracie, who's a phenomenal jiu-jitsu uh, player. Phenomenal. One of the best on the planet. That good. And he pretty much outgrappled him in that fight. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Tim is a, Tim's a, a unique individual, and uh, you don't get manlier than that. No, you really you don't. Know? I know you look at me, you go, what? You're man. I don't know. I do look you at you. You drop us both in the, in, the, in the forest with M16s. I might be fucked. I don't know what that means. And when I say a crossbow, I couldn't. Think I, of I was all right. It was awful. Yeah. <laughs> He's rolling his eyes. I watched too much Game of Thrones. I hey, don't know, Jimmy. I want to go over the, uh, the go fight over, picks. Jimmy? What picks. I want to see oh, how sure. we did for oh, our picks. Listen yeah. to me. Do you do you know how you did? No. Oh, okay. Why? No, you did. <laughs> I just feel like you. you I want. I, I want to know. Well. Hand yeah. my phone while you're doing that. All right. I just want to make sure that uh, everything's okay. All right, yeah. go ahead. But what yeah, we got? Now let's go to the first fight. Um, Let's do it. Uh, Nazarat Haparast against. Did I say his name right? Yeah, Nazarat Haparast. Uh, okay, yeah. I, okay, I, I did. Yeah, and, and, and Marky Casey. Yeah. yeah. Uh, now, of course, uh, D. Casey lost by a uh, unanimous decision. Yeah. Hey, man, that was twenty six. That's a big. That's a big. That was a good fight, but I was really, I was really uh, impressed with uh, Nazarat. Yeah, that, I was going to say, I, I felt was, like that was more him than it was DeCasey. And, and sure. what's up with DeCasey, man? Because he had such promise. I'm not I'm not shitting on him because he he did look decent in the beginning of this fight, at least. Yeah. But uh, th- th- tell me about Nasrat. Was that his, that was his debut? No. No, he's no, had no, a no, couple no. of UFC fights. How yeah. many fights does well, he have? Because I was impressed. And not for nothing, it's not like DeCasey's fighting some for some suckers. He just got done fighting. Um, who did he just fight before this? You got to tell me because he was a tough kid, too. And I'm, I'm, he fought. Uh, yeah, which Dacasey lost his last fight, but uh, to, oh, to Dan Hooker. Yeah, he got Who submitted lost? by oh, Dan right. Hooker. Mark Dacasey. That's three in a row oh, now for Dacasey. Wow. And Dacasey yeah. really came out dynamic when he broke on the scene. Yeah. He's got to get his legs underneath him, man. He's gonna have to. He's got to get back on the horse, man, because he is. A, he is. I think he's got a lot of potential. Yeah. What did know? you see him doing in that fight that you thought he could have done differently? I mean, obviously, was, I'm gonna. I was when I was watching it. I was really impressed with uh, with Nasserat and the way he just he. The, first of all, he was getting stronger as it went on. Yep. And uh, he was just imposing. He wasn't. He wasn't taking no for an answer. He was. He wasn't backing down at all. And he was just setting the pace, man. And just and like and and, and landing the better shots. He he looked good, man. I think he looked really good. What is his record in the UFC, Nasserat? Uh, he's now one and one. That was actually his second fight. Who did he lose he to? had a unanimous decision loss to Marcin Held in his UFC. Oh, debut. okay. So who out grappled. Is, he yes. got out grappled. Yeah. Well, he is tough though, Marcin Held though. Yeah. You know, that's fucking great. Um, Jimmy, so who had who? Who, who had who with that? I yeah. So know. we all had Mark Dacasey in that. Jim, you had Dacasey by second round knockout. Uh, Matt, you had by decision. I had by third round knockout. So we all got that one wrong, but that okay. was an impressive performance mm. by. Uh, now, what about uh, now? David Zawada lost to Danny Roberts, but he did replace. First of all, it was his debut, and he did replace Alan Joban on July the twelfth, which is a very, very recent. That was a good yeah. fight, though, man. No? Yeah, I, yeah, I almost I, I split decision. I, mean, I, I thought Zawada won that fight. Arguably. I do too. And okay. what he did afterwards when he said, uh, "So what do you want from me, huh? <laughs> so what do you want me to do to get a, a decision?" I, I, I thought I. Anyway, Jimmy, I um, my soul just drained out of me. <laughs> Jimmy's face, oh. Jimmy's face. What I do a bad joke is great. What was uh? All right. So who had who picked? Uh, so you two had Danny Roberts. Uh, yes. Both by knockout. Jim, you had first round knockout. Matt, you had second round knockout. Yeah. And I had Zawada by second round Zawada. knockout. Okay, so we won. Yeah. So you guys each had that correct. Yeah. Zawada. Now, uh, Marcin Tybura I, I did defeat uh, Stephen Struve by unanimous decision. 
Yeah. I disagree with uh, Chris, the producer, on this. He did not like this fight, but I thought I thought Marcin uh, Taiboa did, did did good. Uh, yeah, I didn't dislike it. I I, 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 I mean, I'm a, big. Look at that. I like the takedowns. I, maybe I just like a well timed, well executed takedown. No, for sure. Marcin Taiboa did exactly what he should have done in that fight. He he clearly won. I mean, that was an obvious win for him. I, to me, the thing that frustrates me, and because I, I am a fan of Stefan Struve, he to me he just doesn't use the his, lack of jab. His 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 yeah, no, he doesn't use a push kick. He doesn't do this that. You know, I and mean, not, there's just and, things. And it's almost that, like she's not throwing shit with bad intentions. She's just kind of yes, putting it out yes, there. Yes, yes. Hang, hang with a fucking yeah. jab in your face like yep. a two by four. Back to Tim Kennedy. I really like talking to some old school guys with you about jujitsu, man. Yeah, but he has that. See that philosophy with jujitsu. Guys don't they don't have that now. They, a lot of the guys where they're just like they just pull guys right on top and like they have no concern the way their face are and this and that. They think they get. St- I, it's just weird, man. But old school guys, they fucking get it, man. Okay. Um, get back to the fights. So, all right. So, I we all picked uh, Marcin. That's correct. Yeah, me and Jim both had him by decision, which is what ended up happening. And then you had Marcin by second round submission. All right. Which he was threatening a few times. Uh, Struve was able to defend. Now, Struve, I wish when he was in that butterfly guard, it's that was it could have been awesome. I'm like, all right, all right. He's got his arms. Let me see how he gets up. He didn't do. And I'm like, I get disappointed with his ground game. He with those long legs. You can't just sit up when somebody's in a butterfly guard on top of you, Jimmy. What I, instead of pushing away, you use your two butterfly hooks, your legs that are underneath uh, your opponent's leg, and you elevate him. You elevate him towards you, and you float him back. He goes to push you back. You can go into butterfly sweeps. Elevate, go into leg locks. Or elevate, go back, put a form across his neck where you're grabbing his traps. You can push a little pressure, get the one leg up. I mean, there's so many ways out. Right. And, and I've seen two things from him. You know what it was? Jack shit, Jimmy. <laughs> I didn't see anything, Jimmy. And it upset me. I understand. All right. Who, well, has, who picked uh, Tybora? Uh, Did I pick Struve? No, we all had Tybora. So me and you had by decision. Matt had by second round submission. Okay. Let's keep it going, yeah. people. Abu uh, Azatar yep. against Vitor Miranda. Yeah. I don't remember who I had. Uh, you had Abu Azatar by second round knockout. Yeah. Matt, you had Vitor by decision. And I had Azatar by first round knockout, which... It looked like if he was going to do it, it would have been in the first round. But Now, I know I took Corey Anderson. You did. No yes. props to Abu for his, his yeah, debut? Yeah. yeah, well done. What about props for Abu for his debut? Rhymes it's nice. debut of Abu! Yeah, that guy throws... It's the <laughs> debut of Abu, Jimmy! What do you think of my rhyme? Abu. I guess that's that's, what you get. You, you get, get a boo. <laughs> I get a boo for Abdu and his boo in his in his debut. He throws everything a hundred percent. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And we, we were wa- when we were just watching it a little bit before the I'll, show. We no, were. I'll, oh, good. No, no, no. You could say good. No, I was gonna say we were talking a little bit about he's gonna maybe have an issue when he gets to the ground. He well, was able get to get you. up a number of times, but now. What happened was when Miranda was on top of him, he was starting to do something. I'm like, oh, look, he's got the mouth. Oh, he's got the head and arm choke. It was more of Miranda's bad than it was Abu's good as far as getting out of those things, Jimmy. You know what I mean? Uh, He kind of exploded out. Now, I want to see. Now, now, how? what is Abu's record? uh, I'm sorry, not Abu. What is Miranda's record in the UFC? Because that was Abu's debut. That was his. That worked out. It worked out. You were right. Yeah. Uh, Miranda, how many fights does he have? He has seven. So he is three and four now in the UFC. And now he's grappling based. I mean, it looked like in this fight. I mean, is that no, what he's more of a kickboxer. Is he? I mean, I think he has well, a jujitsu background as well, I, but he's. I want to see what happens. Brown the belt, test yeah. for Abu when he fights a uh, a, a confident uh, grappler. You know what I mean? Yes. A guy that that's gonna not lose position when there's like a strong wind and he's gonna get fucking fall off mount. Now, no offense, right? No offense to fucking Miranda. But you thought Miranda's game was a you little had smart. your chance and you blew it. You you want to be a hero? Yeah. Listen, I love it because he's smacking his lips. Can we please get? Uh-huh. The the soundbite of Robert De Niro from Copland when Sylvester Sloan wanted to try to do the right thing and he's eating the sandwich and he's like, well, what do you want? You had your chance and you blew it! I love it, Jimmy. Yeah. Don't get it. I'm just going to keep saying it. I, I you want it one more time? It. No. Me neither, Let's look, something, look forward to something for Thursday's episode. Thanks, Jimmy. How about... I like the uh, way you pull the reins in, Jimmy, because sometimes yeah. I need that. That's okay. We all do. Okay. Corey Anderson, uh, I did have picked... You did, yep. Did I have him pick by decision? No, you had first round knockout, wow. uh, and then me and Matt both had Glover by uh, knockouts in the first and second. How round old is Glover now? I'm going to say 37. He's I'm going to say 39. 30, he's 38. Wow. So, you guys are 
fucking. I he's thirty eight. Yeah. Oh, man, I don't know if it's. I don't know what's going on with Glover, man. I think he's starting to slow down a little Maybe bit. Maybe a little bit, you know, yeah. He did get in there a little older than he should have because I think he had visa problems He did, or that's absolutely right. Yeah. Which is a shame because he used to be Chuck Liddell's like training partner and he was like the man like that was the best like kept secret and he couldn't get in the UFC. Then when he finally got in, he's a little bit older and he has some success. Oh, yeah. You know, and and, he, and he's put some people down and I, I'm a big Glover fan, but uh, he's having some hard times lately and... And Corey Anderson on short notice just totally just he just outfought him. He fought a Corey Anderson type fight. Yes. He, made, he uses the strikes to get in and putting him down. Yeah, get on top, smothering him a little yes. bit. Yeah, and uh, he mixed it together well. He got those takedowns. And did he beat him up? No. Did he outwork him and and outfight him? Yeah. Yes. So congrats, Corey Anderson. I did not pick you, right. and that's my bad. Now. Yeah, but Gl- Glover too. I saw him after. Not that I saw him, but I saw him interviewed after the fight and he was very disappointed with his performance and he yeah. not that he was taking anything away from Corey anderson but he was like this is not sure. i gotta switch things up this is not how i should be fighting so well let's see, we'll hey, see listen i'm not counting the guy out no you know let's get to anthony the smith main wow event. performance the main of the night event and uh, he did replace the main i'm not done oh, go ahead, intro to the, i was about to go, oh, go ahead. let's get to the main event the main event I, I should have just stopped. Yeah, you should before. I, I, I regret you doing that. Yeah. Thing. He uh, Volkan Uzdemir had visa <laughs> issues, so he replaced him on July the second. Wow. Yeah, those visa issues were related to the the battery charge sure, or whatever, course. which was dropped now, so he won't have that problem. But anymore. still, yeah, yeah, it's always a hassle when you have something pending when it comes to immigration. Anyway, yep. did you ever finish that coffee cake from the other day? You got I me did, thinking about I did, it. I did. I did. I ate it. It was very good. All right. Thank you. No, I Go know ahead. I had Anthony Smith. Yeah, we all. I this was a unanimous pick uh, on all of our parts. Anthony Smith, third round knockout, Jim. You had Smith by Who decision. Who was the favorite that, in that? Um, I think Smith I think was. Anthony was. Was he? Yeah, but it was close. It wasn't like he was like an overwhelming favorite, but I think he was favored. Yeah, uh, and I had Anthony by second round knockout. Obviously, it got done in the first round. That reminded me of that. Just felt like when somebody burst onto the scene where you go, oh, wow. I mean, he ran through somebody who's not a joke. I mean, Shogun no, of course is not. as good Shogun. as it gets. You know? This is his second fight at 205. Yeah. Did he have a fight there in the past? Or? No, I mean, from looking just at it, up. no, he only fought well, I know he just went up now, as a middle. No, it looks like, like he only thing, he, I think it's, it's probably just the lack of having a cut that's making him just feel stronger. Yeah, and yeah. He he's a big guy. He doesn't yeah. look light. And it's no. not like, oh, man, this guy's fighting up. Like RDA, even though he's doing well, he does look a little smaller. Yes. Well to wait. Hendricks looked very small as a middleweight. Well, when he ended up fighting Paul Costa in, in, in New York, he just he got, got all oh, chubby shit. and shit. Yeah, you know, he used to be that guy to knock guys down with one punch, and be, and then you know, shit happened, and who knows what happened with him. But who won the Anthony picture? Smith is a stud. He really ass, is a stud, dude. I can't wait to see what's next for him, man. Yeah, who, me who too. won this one? Uh, so, what about so, him versus Luke Rockhold at that weight? Yeah, why not? I When's mean, Luke coming back. You asked before. Yeah, Luke. Uh, he messed up his shin, I guess, in training. He had to have surgery on it, so that's that's healing, but. He like split his shin open, I guess. I'm gonna piss my pants. Um, you gotta go pee pee, Jimmy. We might as well, yeah. We We're gonna finish yeah. soon. Uh, We're almost done. Jim, you went five for six as I in will. this event. You're eleven for seventeen in July. Matt, three for six, nine out of seventeen. Seventeen thirty eight. And I went three for six, eight out of seventeen in July okay. so far. Change your fart. I did not, no. Okay. Chris, you? No, I didn't. I think you might have, to be honest. I smelt it. Who knows? I might have <laughs> dealt it. I'm not going to sing anymore because Jibby wants to hit me with something. No, I just got to pee. He's got to pee. How great was Tim Kennedy, not by the way? Not on me. He's, he's, why do I sing a lot lately? Can, can I say this, actually? Just one <laughs> one bit of news that we should get <laughs> sure. to. Uh, Anderson Silva what? has accepted a one-year suspension from USADA, retroactive November yes. 10th, 2017. They were able to determine, though, that it was a contaminated substance. That's right. Another compounding pharmacy another thing in one. Brazil. Hey, guys, I got, a, I got a, a tip for you. Why don't you use the another GNC store, guys? Huh? Huh? Oh, oh, it's tainted. It's tainted. I've been fighting. All my life, I never took a tainted fucking thing, so whatever. Well, that's the thing, too. I mean, Jeff Nowitzki just it's tweeted a whole, a whole bunch of stuff saying there's hundreds of third-party tested USADA approved supplements. Stop getting sure. get these the random list. supplements. Go to the list and and Where do they get that? The, you know? Some store on the Amazon? <laughs> uh, well, I'm sure they, get, they can go through USADA. They can just ask somebody. No, I'm saying these, the these ones that are tainted, where are they well, getting Well, no, these them? compounding pharmacies. So, so say Anderson goes to a doctor. He says, here's your prescription for whatever you know supplement. 
they go to a compounding pharmacy. The compounding pharmacy makes it on the spot. They make it yeah. specifically for that prescription. The problem is if they're not cleaning out the trays and they had something is tainted, yeah, stuff in it, it gets into the pills and it's a tainted thing. And they were Fuck, able to man. determine. That. Listen, I hear you. I hear you, and I just want to say congratulations to Anthony Smith. Yeah, Absolutely. awesome job. Absolutely. He did a phenomenal job, and I think now he's a new friend of the show. Awesome job. No matter what would have happened, he would have been a friend of the show. Yeah. Jimmy, you got to go pee. I'm going to I'm literally, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to wet see, my I pants. See whole, I, it's so funny watching him squirm. You want to want to plug something, Jimmy? Just that I'm going to be in Montreal with Sam. I won't be here for this next episode. I'm going to be in oh. Montreal doing gigs. Yeah, if you want to see me, catch me uh, tonight uh, or Saturday night. I got two gigs in, in, in Montreal, so just go and check out my website, and you will see where... Uh, both gigs are just for laughs. All right, everybody. Uh, SarahBJJ.com, Train Jiu Jitsu, UFC Unfiltered. Spread the good word, people. And also, I know you wanted me to talk about Dana White looking for a fight, and it's so great. Jimmy's running out of the studio. Everybody, thank you for listening. <laughs> For 25 years, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters. Both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.